Hey, Janet. Hey, Kent. Do you mind if I do a bulletin before we start our podcast? Go for it. Okay. To the man in the wheelchair that stole my camouflage jacket, you can hide, but you can't run. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Welcome to Manny vs. Mommy. I'm Kent. I'm still Janet. So we're going to start off with three things. Yes. Um, The three things topic today is... Sixth grade. Ooh. Ooh. That's all? Just sixth grade? That's it. Trailer. Jumping out back window. <laughs> Cops coming. Ooh. That's good. Um, mine are early crushes. Uh, exclusively sixth graders carrying totes. <laughs> mhm. Between buildings, and Judd's store. Oh. If you haven't heard of it in St. George, look it up. Wait, it's still say there. It again? Judd's. Oh, I thought that was the name of a of a boy. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Judd's store. Tell you were me feeling more. your sixth grade crush to everyone. No, I think one of them was named Nick. I had multiples, of course. Oh. I started getting crushes in like third grade, fourth grade. Yeah. Like the ones I can remember. I was going to get married in fourth grade. My mom found out and made me stay home from school. Everybody was coming all dressed up and <laughs> legit. Like we had planned it. Jesse. Shout out, Jesse. Almost my husband in fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long that relationship would have last. lasted. I mean, at least through the end of the year, I think. It was winter time. Wow, that long of a commitment. Yeah, I think so. My favorite, all-time favorite movie, or not movie, memory of going on a Disney cruise is as we're leaving. So, you know, it's all like magical fun and you get there and you have to wait in lines, but who cares because you're going on a cruise. And then at the end, it's like, crap. Now we got to get everyone off the ship, clean it. And get everyone, you know, the new passengers on. So it's yeah. kind of like a rush, like, get off, go. Yeah. And so we're standing in this long line waiting to go through customs. And this mom's talking with her 12, 13-year-old boy about how a relationship with the girl he met in the kids' club just isn't realistic because they live halfway across the country. And I'm not comfortable with you Skyping with her. And I'm not comfortable. So it's just not realistic that this relationship that you formed, this bond you formed in a week is... Isn't going anywhere, pretty much. <laughs> and that poor little kid was crushed. So, of course, you know, I thought it was hilarious. Fling. Yeah. <laughs> His cruise fling was just only that. It was only for the cruise. You know what? I used to go to Lagoon and do that for the day. For the day. Like, my friend and I would go hang out at Lagoon. We were, like, 14, 15. And so we'd spend the day there, and we'd find some boys to hang out with. And then we'd ride the Ferris wheel with them and ride all the rides together, and then that was it. <laughs> Oh, I mean, this was back in like the '90s, so there were no cell phones, there was no computer stuff. Did you didn't was... give out your pager number. <laughs> I didn't have a pager probably till I was like 16. <laughs> you had a pager. <laughs> oh hell yes, everybody had a pager. I was like right below. And you that. figured out, yeah. I remember it my older fun. sisters had my older sister had a pager, but I. I've got a picture where I've got one on my hip, just like clipped on there with my baggy jeans, and I've got a scrunchie on my arm. Was they it... do that now again. Scrunchy yeah. on the arm is a thing. Jamie has one right now. Did you have like a bright color pager too? 
Oh, yeah. Mine was like see-through green. Yeah. Like seafoam. Not seafoam green. It was a little darker than that. But it was like that kind of jewel see-through aquamarine green color. For me, it was like a Tamagotchi gigapet type little animal. Yes. That's too young for pagers. Those were before my time, but... So, what are we talking about today? Oh, I forgot. I'm I'm in charge of that, yeah, right? Yeah, this is your show. Uh, I don't know what's been going on lately. That's usually where we go with it. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? What's been going on with me recently? I've made a lot of new Facebook friends that we've just been like messaging, you know, because I find doing the podcasts and stuff. I mean, I already had a lot of acquaintances. So now I have 1,666 friends on there. And a lot of people that I just, you know, know through certain circles. 1666, that's the mark of the beast. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I thought that, actually. (laughs) And I keep seeing the number 222 as well. I had a post, my tattoo post, actually had 222 likes on it. Wow. And then I had 222 photos in one of my folders on my phone. So it's been kind of interesting. My first job was working in a call center we did customer satisfaction surveys and my employee number was 666 dude that's legit and somebody was like oh do you want us to switch that i was like i don't care no i like it (laughs) i always have remembered 666 was my employee number like it's not like i want to request it necessarily but if i end up with it so be it and my school id number when i was in school was 895666 so it's just my (laughs) it's followed my destiny yes yeah it's because you're dead inside that's true you're already a, a follower uh, I don't really have a specific topic. Is there anything that has been kicking around in your head? Oh, you know what we could talk about that happened to me? It was absolutely terrifying. Yes. Oh, so last week I took Titus to get groomed. Oh, yeah. Oh, do, you, do any of your kids know this story? I don't know that they know this story I know yet. one of them does because I talked with one of them about yeah. it. Yeah. So most of them don't know it yet. It's not you, Jamie. No. Uh, so I took Titus to get groomed on Monday had an appointment in Mill Creek, which is like a 40-minute drive with mm-hmm. traffic. No air conditioning in my car, so I have to have my windows down. So I'm panicked all the way up. I didn't bring anybody with me, and I should have, to hang on to him. I didn't even have his leash on. I don't... Say, couldn't you grab his leash and like connect it to the seatbelt or didn't something? Didn't even think about it. Something or other? Mm-mm. And he jumps back and forth. He likes having his head out the window, but when he got his paws up too high on the back window, I'd yell at him and he'd you know come up or get down you know, come up in the front seat with me or at least get down on the seat or on the floor. Yeah. Um, so, but I was panicked, like watching him all the way up there in my window and, you know, and I finally thought, well, he's settled down enough. He's been in the car enough times now. I think he gets it. You know, he's probably not going to jump out of a moving vehicle. Most dogs don't. Um, so then I get to the groomer and of course it's a Monday, which Mondays are always so fun, but (laughs) Uh, she never showed up. I waited for like 35, 40 minutes and it's a long time to she wait. finally, yeah, I had been texting and calling and no response. And then finally there was a response and she was like, Hey, I can't do it. Somebody's supposed to cover for me, but she's not answering my kids sick. I was like, great. So I'm looking, trying to find different groomers I could go to. And finally I was like, I'll just go home. Did they give you anything for this inconvenience? By the way? <clears throat> they did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She discounted my service. Because I did go back the next day, which was hard to go back the next day. And here's why. <laughs> because I left there and stopped to get some gas on my way home. And 
when I sat down in the car, Titus was like on my seat. So I had to move him. Like I almost sat on his feet because <laughs> I was like, move. And then, uh, I called, somebody called me. And so I was on the phone for a little bit. I had to roll the windows up. Then I rolled the windows back down because I was on the freeway at that point mm-hmm. on my AirPods. Don't worry. I wasn't like, you know, holding my phone, talking and driving. Um, but once that conversation was over, just after a few minutes, then I rolled the windows back down. And when I got off the freeway, I noticed that Titus wasn't with me. I legit lost my mind. I parked on the side of the highway because I was just coming away from a light when I realized it. So I parked and I looked and looked. Sure enough, not in the car. So I'm imagining him dead on the side of the road. I killed our dog. I legit knew I killed the dog. So I start driving back, looking everywhere. I get back on the freeway, head all the way back up, which is probably like another, I don't know, 10 miles, eight to 10 miles up the road on the freeway, looking at every single piece of debris, every piece of tire, every trash can, everything. Sure that it's going to be my dead dog. It was horrible. I was bawling the whole way. I was trying to keep my eyes clear because I was like, I can't keep crying like this. I can't see the things on the side of the road if I'm crying so much. So then, and I'm driving along because I have on his collar, he doesn't have a tag on there with his name or anything, but it's on the collar with my phone number. Pretty big. Yeah. And so I thought uh, the whole way, I just kept saying, somebody call me, somebody call me, please, somebody call me. And then finally somebody did. I got up to the exit and turned around and I was headed south again back towards home. Because that's where he would have gotten out, you know, when I was headed back. And somebody called and said, hi, is this Janet? I'm like, yes. He said, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm panicked. (laughs) And he said, what? I said, what's up? (laughs) Because I'm thinking maybe it's not the person that has my dog. And I'm like, anyway. And he says, we have your dog. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so bad. So I got off the freeway and turned around to head back north. And he says, I'm in Highland, (laughs) which is more south. I was like. Okay, I'm turning around again. So I went and retrieved my dog and they said he was a perfect angel. But what happened at the gas station, he must have jumped out before I drove away. Yeah. Um, and so there was a guy at the gas station. I think he worked there, this uh, good Samaritan said. And they didn't see a tag or anything. And I don't know how they didn't notice it on the collar. Because it's like... It's always it's right a leather across collar. his back. So it's a leather collar around his neck and it has his name... And the phone number, like, pushed into the leather. Yeah. Was it like, burned in or, like... Yeah, it's, it's like engraved color. in there. Engraved, that's the word. Yeah. So it's pretty big. It's, you know... And it always hangs that way because the heavy part's in the front. So that goes on his neck yeah, in the, the front. Yeah, the Yeah, so it's right across his neck. But they didn't see it. And so the guy at the gas station that worked there was like, well, I think I'm going to take this little guy home. And he had run across the street three times. So when this guy first saw him, he ran towards him. And then he called him over and he was there for a second and then he ran away again and went off across the street. And this is 7200 South, right off the freeway. So Very busy, busy road. It is like a six, seven lane road because there's like a turn only lane. So he there. ran across all those lanes? All those lanes. Oh, wow. Three times and didn't get hit. And people are slamming on their brakes and trying to avoid him. So then he calls him over again and he lets him, I think he let him pick him up. And that's when the guy was like, I think I'm going to take this cutie home. And the guy's like, I don't think you are. <laughs> and he took him because he was going to take him to an animal shelter. Cause that was my first thought is I need to start calling animal shelters, you know, after I drive back and not see his dead body. 
because I'm like, I'm just going to pick him up and take him home. You know, I would put him in my car. And I went through a lot. It was very traumatic. I really was beating myself up and it was really hard. And especially when I thought he was dead. But luckily, the humane societies were closed because it was after five. And so he just took him home. He thought, I'll, I'll keep him for the night and then take him in tomorrow. And then that's when he realized that the number was there? Yes, he was driving. And he's like, oh, there's his name, Titus. Is that a phone number? <laughs> so once he got home, he called me. So that was uh, that was my adventure. A little emotionally traumatizing. Yeah. And I know as much as you don't love dogs, I think I think you would have been sad too. Mostly because of us. Because <laughs> I would be devastated. Yeah. I don't know. I've never formed a close emotional relationship with any animal. So for, for me, animals are animals. Like Yeah. Really, to me, it's oh, that's another thing that wants my attention and energy and time. No thanks. And see, for a lot of people, it fuels their energy. You know, animal people, it really fills their bucket. That's not even a bucket I want to reserve. Okay, don't then. I, I can say, though, that I have grown up with animals. A lot of people are like, oh, did you not have animals growing up? Right. No, we had cats, dogs. I had a ferret for a couple months. We had a guinea pig when we lived in Arkansas. So we've had animals. My dad grew up around animals. And my mom, when she was little, her goal in life, and I have a funny photo to show you later, is when she was little, she wanted to have like a hamster circus. So she was trying to train hamsters to do tricks. So she yes. can create her own little hamster circus. So for her, I want to say 40th birthday, it might have been a different birthday, um, my aunt brought out a big sheet cake to have her. So my mom, we have a picture of my mom over the sheet cake, like she's going to blow out the candles. So I photoshopped like carpet onto the sheet cake <laughs> and have, I googled hamster circus. Yeah. And so I have pictures of hamsters in like clown costumes on top of this carpeted sheet cake. So it looks like they're doing tricks. <laughs> And the look on her face as she's about to blow is like pure happiness and joy. Yes. <laughs> so I'll have to show that. Maybe I'll post it. I don't know. She probably would care, but. Yeah. Maybe she's okay with it. I thought I'll about post it and... posting the picture of me with my beeper too. I don't know <laughs> if I should check with everybody in the picture. Be like, just hey, to make sure. this. But so we've always had animals around. I just have never bonded or felt anything towards having an animal. And I'm not a huge animal person. I also, you know, had a dog a lot growing up and then Greg had a dog when we got married that we had for nine, ten years. And then after that, we got a German Shepherd and it was the same time Chuck was born. So they were about the same age. It was a horrible idea. <laughs> but we found her a really great family that she was supposed to be with. She plays on the beach in San Diego every few months and lives in Pine Valley, which is a secluded kind of mountainous area outside of St. George, and so she chases wild turkeys and plays with the deer, and yeah, it's a good life for her. And then we were without a dog until this last January of 2019. I know, when Carl was like, I want a dog. Carl was like my hope of never having to deal with a dog. Yeah, because he said he never wanted he an inside want, dog. Yeah. You know, he was like, never, never. So I told my kids for so long, once we buy a house, then we can get a dog. And so once we moved in there... And Carl had already told me he didn't like inside dogs. So I was like, well, I'm not going to do that to an animal. I'm not going to 
I'm not going to make it outside only. I've seen that before. I've had that with Jenna. I made her do that for a while and I felt bad. So he was, yeah, he was the holdout of not getting a dog. And then he found a Frenchie. He found the French bulldog breed and Carl latched on. And he's like, no, but I want one with brindle coating, like the dark brindle. It looks like tiger stripes a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want him to have floppy ears. I'm like, Carl, they don't have floppy ears. Like the, the, I don't know, the biggest standout characteristic of a French bulldog is those bat ears that stick up all the time. Yeah. And we got one with floppy ears. We found him on KSL. He was the last of the litter because the lady who bred him was going to school. And so school started for her and she just didn't place him because he was born August 11th. Mm. So just barely. He turned two. Um and she just didn't have the time or energy to put towards it. And they didn't mind having him around. So he was actually paper trained when we got him. I think he was like 15 months when we got him. And uh, he trained really well. But yeah, we, we have one with floppy ears, which is probably why he was the last of the litter too. They might have been floppy at the time. But mm-hmm. usually they tell you, like with German Shepherds at least, they're floppy to begin with and then they pop up. And his just never really did. <laughs> the look on your face <laughs> I, I think that's karma for the way i treat cashiers i think probably getting titus was just karma for being short-tempered with cashiers that want to chit chat and oh to mention though too with his floppy ears i thought you know nobody would want to breed him because we can get him akc registered mm-hmm. and then i thought unless somebody's like carl and wants a frenchie with floppy ears because he's a big boy he's 29 pounds that's yeah. like the very high end. It's he's not overweight, but that's the about as high as you go weight wise for a French bulldog. So maybe there's an interest in breeding him. Let me know if anybody likes Frenchies. If you know, there would be an interest in a floppy-eared French bulldog. He's adorable. And if you don't want to breed and just want a already paper trained, outside trained, <laughs> no, he's totally let house me know. trained now. <laughs> Private message me, and we can work something out. Oh, the dog ran away. <laughs> so sad. I'll just follow you to your next grooming appointment and stand Steal. outside. Jeez. That could yeah. be traumatic, though. That's sad. It would be so hard on the kids. And we've only had him, what is it, seven months now? Yeah. But, yeah, it would be a bummer. It'd be, be fun to breed him. Because, yeah, I mean, when you've got AKC registered stuff, it's expensive, even just to breed. Yeah. Even just to breed a AKC dog. When I was younger, my sister really fell in love with this little silky terrier. So it's a little terrier, but it has like human hair. It doesn't have fur. It has actual human hair. And they're bred for killing mice, I believe. Really? So just a tiny little, yeah, tiny little terrier with really long flowing hair. And the hair a was... rat looking thing with long hair? No, like a prissy, primped up. Oh. Like they looked, especially if you groomed them and took care of them, they look like what you would expect an old English woman to have. Yeah, as like her show animal almost. Yeah, or like in a castle. And the hair color fancy. was black, silver, and brown. Ooh. And so mostly black with like silver around the face and brown around the face. So the coloring was really nice. How much weight are we talking? How small? Oh, a tiny, like ten. 15 pounds maybe yeah like very small very very small just a little terrier and 
my sister absolutely adored her. She would... My mom's always had a hair salon in whatever house we've lived in. She just yeah. had a designated hair salon. So my sister would shampoo her hair multiple times a week. She would even put cotton in the ears so water didn't get in the ears to cause problems. Hmm. Just groomed and babied this little terrier. And one time it snowed a lot. And we opened the door for it to go to the bathroom. And it completely disappeared in the snow and we couldn't find it. Oh, no. So our neighbors across the street were laughing at us as they were like digging through the snow trying to find this little dog that jumped in. Not knowing. <laughs> could not, did not come right back out. And that was like 15, 20 feet away and it pops out of the snow. We're like, okay, I'll just run over to go get it and it dive back in. It's total like a, oh, what was that Kevin Bacon movie with the sand snakes? Oh, Tremors. Tremors. It was kind of like that, but snow on the dog. All of a sudden, it would just pop up somewhere. The dog just loved it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it loved running through and in the snow. But when my sister was older, I don't know if she had left to become a nanny yet or if she was going to become a nanny, but she was leaving. So it was kind of up to us to watch this dog. And it had a really bad habit of if the downstairs door opened, it would run out. So we had, you know, like a backyard, but our house was on a corner. So our front door was on one side of the corner. And our downstairs door was on the other side of the corner because we're yeah. also on a hill. And so it wasn't gated. If anyone were to go out that door, it wasn't gated and the dog would run out and then run onto the busy road. Oh. So I was there when the car, when the dog got hit by a car. That's My sad. older brother wrapped it in a towel and we were driving to a vet when it passed away. And so oh. then I had to go dig a hole and bury it. My mom was on vacation, so we had to contact her and just... How awful. So I wonder if that just has played into my... How old were you at that attached. time? Mm, I would have been maybe 12, 13. Yeah. That's a hard time to go through emotional stuff like that because you're already processing so much with your body changing and starting to have an interest in your sexuality. Like there's just a lot going on already. So, and you're trying to figure out how to be independent. You know, you're going Mm -hmm. from being a kid to not really doing more stuff on your own. I mean, that was the... 80s and 90s well 90s really for both uh what year were you born yeah it would have been 90s like late 90s yeah yeah so during those times i mean i feel like kids went off on their own more because i think we've mentioned that kids aren't even dating now they're hanging out sometimes occasionally in groups uh, but most of the time they're yeah right (laughs) most of the time they're just texting and messaging and you know being on social media together let me Instagram you, let me DM you or whatever they're calling it now. I, I can't keep up, but they're not going out. Like I remember when I was younger, I was like 14 and I was hanging out at the mall all day. I told you we went to Lagoon and goodbye. Yeah. See you at 530 or eight or whatever time I'm getting picked up or her mom's coming to pick us up. You know, they don't do that. They're not doing it. They're not going out. Most teenagers, according to some studies, are not even spending time away from their parents out doing things socially isn't that weird they just don't go oh, out without such their family a big conversation i want to have maybe we need to research that yeah that can be a, that can be a longer because i want to speak intelligently when we do talk about that <laughs> I so have we'll my let own it slide theories. for now i have my own theories about that i just it's hard when you go through and to me i, I honestly don't know if that was really that traumatizing because I didn't have an emotional connection. Right, but maybe you saw the emotional connection she had with the dog. And and, it might have, and I always have a hard problem, a hard time. It's very rare for me to cry on my own. But if I see someone else crying, then it's very easy for me to break down and cry. 
Yeah. So it might, it might be part of that is just a connection with somebody else or seeing how much it would affect somebody else that would have a hard yeah, time. Yeah, you're pretty empathetic that way. Like you can appreciate what people are going through. You don't have any emotion your own. So you just take, <laughs> you know, you kind of take what you want from other people. It makes sense to me. That's so funny because I was going to say, well, you make me sound like a psychopath. And then I remember the conversation I had with you right before we recorded this. Yeah. Should we just do it? Let's just throw it in. A nice sure. Final. I'll have to fly off the cuff. <laughs> what three things? So it's talking about, you know, new three things I can do because I need to rewrite my list since I've used them all. What three things would you have in your kill kit? You go. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> I just don't feel anything unless other people do. Disclaimer. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I think there would have to be some type of weapon. So let me think of what weapon I would want. This is a hard question. This is like if I truly embrace that side of myself and really explore if I was a psychopath who enjoyed murdering people, what would I enjoy? I would, I can't ever see myself even hurting someone else, but rope is going in my kill kit because I would learn how to do knots and I would want to tie somebody up. I've got my three things. Go. So it would have to be a weapon. And I think probably a gun would be the easiest. Because there's no actual connection. You know, it's just pulling a trigger. Then I'd want luminol. So I can see where all the blood spatter would be. Mm. To make sure I clean it up really well. But I don't have any cleaner because it's not my kit. Because the third thing I would put in my kit is a Monopoly get out of jail free card. <laughs> yes. I always Does take that not things work? a like... totally different direction than you. It's so funny. Because I'm thinking, like, I'm going down that path of, like, if I really was that person, what would I want? So, rope. Um, I agree on the gun. Like, when I want it to be done, just done. But I would never have any intention of getting caught. This is my magical fantasy kill kit world. So, I don't need to get out of jail free card. Um, Could you just imagine, though, they're like investigating this person that did this horrible thing and they find him a get out of jail free card get out of jail free card from an apple like like what that would be so funny that would be worthy that of would question be... your sanity like that would be my plea is i'm i'm insane i yeah i, I fully thought, thought that this is not work <laughs> and you know whenever you get arrested or detained by anyone don't talk get your attorney there's my psa for the, <laughs> for the week do not talk i've actually talked to my kids a lot about that so much so that when, you know, people have, have needed to have conversations with them, they're pretty reluctant until I say, no, it's okay, go ahead and talk to them. Mostly because they talk to them, they talk to minors all the time without a parent there. Yeah. And and so I've trained them, don't say anything. All you're allowed to say is, I want my lawyer. All you can say is, I want my mom or I want my lawyer. I want my lawyer. I want my lawyer. Uh, but third thing in my kill kit. Uh, so rope, a gun. This is, do I really want to disclose how sick my brain is? Because I would want something to cut. I wouldn't Whoops. necessarily want a knife. <laughs> Jamie's face. Describe Jamie's face right now. Disgust, <laughs> shock, horror. Her mouth dropped open and like, 
curled a little bit. Mom. <laughs> and then she realized the face she was making as I looked over at her and was like, oh. So <laughs> she looked away. It's my yeah, goal to make see, her make that face at least once a day. That's like, uh, yeah, that's a lot of vulnerability right there. But like I said, if I'm going to entertain the idea that I am that person, I would want to cut. Hmm. No. Ew. See, I know it grosses me out Ew. to think about it. Stabbing is the same way for me. Yep. Like, that's way too intimate. And people that do it over and over and over again, hundreds of times. I mean, they're obviously dead by then. But when they when they first do it and that's killing them and they can see the blood coming out, like, I don't understand how people do it. Change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie said change the subject. All right, we got to wrap it up. This has been kind of a long episode. But thanks for listening. Rate, subscribe, review, share the word. Let me know I'm not dead inside. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun doing this, so we'd like to gain some gain some more followers and have some more fun with more people. And I think we'll record a little video. We've talked about doing some more of those Facebook videos and things so that we can stay active. You know, you can see what we really look like. We are going to post a picture of what we're wearing. <laughs> That's it. That was my laugh to end it. Goodbye. Love you. Goodbye.